And welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky. Welcome to Offended. Uh, second episode of myself doing this by myself. I got a lot of positive feedback on the last one, so thank you, everybody. Thank you for the kind words. That really means a lot, especially because I was very nervous before the last one. I'm a little more relaxed, I feel like, on this one. I feel like I got... I needed to get through that first one, and here we are. Here we go. Uh, Today on the show, we're going to discuss a few things, but most importantly, we're going to discuss the NHL expansion draft, which takes place this Wednesday night. Uh, Well, by the time this comes out, tomorrow night. Um, It happens tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen here, who's going to go where. I'm going to try to predict... Who's Seattle, the Kraken, who the Seattle Krakens are going to take in this expansion draft. But I have to preface this. I am not like taking into, I'm not taking the check, uh, the like salary cap or anything like that. I'm not doing that. I'm not looking at the amount of forwards or, you know, center left winger. I'm not doing that. I'm just picking players who I think Seattle should take. Obviously, if I like, did a little more practice on this. Maybe I could, you know, fuck around with the salary cap to see, like, you know, can they afford this player? Can they not afford this player? And so on and so on. I'm just doing it for fun, and I'm doing it off the cusp, too. Like, I haven't looked at really a whole lot. I'm going to just make a decision, and let's just see how I do. Cool. First off, let's get into Face and Heal. Uh, before Face and Heal, though, your song... Of the week is Walk the Moon's new song, Can You Feel My Love? Go check it out. Great song. Feels like it's just an 80s dance song. Really like it. Like it a lot. Um, all right. Face and heel of the week. Uh, for your face, I'm going to say welcome back, John Cena. That's right. One of the greatest WWE wrestlers of all time has returned to WWE last night at Money in the Bank in a big, big way. Man, was that crowd loud. I mean, holy shit. That is one of the loudest crowd reactions of recent memory for WWE. I mean, that crowd went ballistic. And I did too, honestly. I literally said right before the show started, I'm like, I want Cena back so bad. I want him back. He returned. It was fucking awesome. But also another face for me uh, this week is Big E winning the Money in the Bank contract. This is so long overdue, it's not even funny. So uh, very happy, very, very happy for Big E. He deserves it. But John Cena coming back. Holy shit. Cena's back. Movie star Cena, Hollywood Cena. If there was ever a time to turn him heel, this would be it. Um, I don't know how long he's back for. Uh, he was heavily rumored to face Roman at SummerSlam this year. It looks like that plan is actually going forward. Um, if Cena beats Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, he breaks Ric Flair's record for the most world title wins uh, in WWE history, even though they say Flair's won 16 times. But I think the real number is like 23. So, of course, leave it to WWE to not actually uh, count some other companies as world titles because Flair, I think, has said in interviews before, he's like the real number is actually 23. It's not 16. But anyway. In WWE world, Cena breaks his record if he beats Roman at SummerSlam. Can't wait. I can't wait to see Cena wrestle. Is he still going to have ring rust? Is he going to be good? I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see this. But I got to be honest. I'm going to risk the copyright strike here. You guys got to hear this pop. I mean, this was one of the best fan reactions ever. It was so awesome. Okay, so here it is. Roman Reigns had just defeated Edge to retain the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, and what's kind of awesome, too, if you want a third face, is that Seth Rollins versus Edge is finally happening at SummerSlam. There's a whole backstory on that. I'm sure we'll touch on that uh, shortly here in a few weeks, especially when we get closer to SummerSlam. I hate this, kind of, because, fuck, WWE totally just roped me back into watching again. Like, is there dream matches that we're seeing here? And that's the only reason why I'm watching. I'm 
intrigued to see how it's going to play out because the fans kind of started the shit on a couple things last night already, and it's only the second night back in front of fans. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, here's Roman. This is right after the match. Uh, Edge and Rollins brawled out of the ring into the backstage area, and then Roman grabs a mic basically to tell the crowd to finally acknowledge him and that there's nobody left for him to beat. And then just this crowd goes absolutely apeshit. One of the coolest crowd reactions ever. fucking crowd reaction holy shit my face of the week of the fans holy shit what a crowd reaction that was just absolutely fucking bonkers what a crowd reaction welcome back big match john welcome back john cena welcome welcome back uh my heel of the week ah my heel of the week is space jam to a new legacy um now, when I saw it yesterday, I was kind of thinking about how I thought it was just okay. I was very disappointed, though. Very disappointed. The movie itself, a lot of people would say it's terrible. That's fine. It, it's, it's not It's not great. You know, it. it's not, in my opinion, it's not terrible. But also, in my opinion, it leans more to the bad than it does good. Uh, the premise is there. Some of the stuff that they wanted to do in the movie was there. And they teased like there was going to be a big payoff, like a big, big cameo in the movie. And there wasn't. Um, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, in the first Space Jam, you had all the other NBA players in the movie. In this one, you, there's one scene with, like, a few NBA players and few WNBA players in it. And it, it was kind of lame. It was pretty lame. And then you're expecting, like, this huge, like, payoff in terms of, like, Oh, maybe they're going to have like a character from an old Warner Brothers movie come in and, you know, revive their role for like a couple minutes. And I'm pretty sure, like, I don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty sure uh, somebody, a big comedy actor, filmed like a few scenes for the movie and it wasn't in the movie. So I'm just confused. Uh, there's a bunch of things I think that could have been done. I thought the beginning was a lot, pretty slow. The game itself in the movie, that part was fun. And. Just like, just like the first one, they go in the halftime down and beaten, and they're you know they kind of figure it out at halftime. And after that, it was fun again. Like it was like the old Looney Tunes were back. And it's like, why was the whole movie not like that? I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, on a pizza review for this movie, I give it like a six point two. This is what I give it. Not the greatest. Vic um, Pleans is probably like a five point nine. Is really more of the score. Is what I'm playing for. Yeah, we're going with 5.9. I'm giving it a 5.9. Not the greatest. Could have been so much better. The original blows it away. Not even close. All right, and that was your face and heel of the week. Um, let's get right into it. I think the rest of the show is basically going to be like a hockey talk show here uh, on Offended. We got the NHL expansion draft coming up uh, this Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 Eastern. Uh, yesterday, two days ago, we have found out who, what each team, who they're protecting, who's available. And we're literally just going to go down by alphabetical order. I'm just going to pick players again. I'm not going off of like a salary cap or anything like that. I'm just going to go pick him myself 
and just see how I do. Let's just see how I do. How well, am I going to be way off or am I going to be a little close? I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to be completely way off. Let's be honest. Uh, and obviously the blues will save the blues for last. Cause I'm sure I'll go on a little rant about a couple things. Start with the Anaheim ducks. Uh, they are protecting, I'm not even going to read off all the names, but a few of the bigger names that they are protecting, John Gibson, Cam Fowler, uh, Jacob Silverberg, uh, Lundstrom, Raquel, um, Lindholm. I mean, obviously those are the people that are going to protect. I'm kind of surprised that they are not protecting, uh, either Getzlaff or even Adam Henrique for that matter. I'm actually pretty shocked by that. Um, I think Seattle takes either Ryan Getzlaff or I think they take Adam Henrique personally. Uh, I wouldn't even be surprised to see Jacob Larson or even Kevin Shattenkirk taken. But if I had to pick one of these players, uh, Ryan Getzlaff's contract is, uh, coming up. He is a free agent this year. Uh, however, I don't see them signing him, especially so free agents. I think you have to keep in mind. I don't think are going to get picked by Seattle because if they pick them, they sure they get their rights, but they only have the rights to that player for like <clears throat> literally like a week because they enter free agency after that and they're free to do whatever they want. And I think picking that player sure it gives you like a week's worth of like, you know, negotiation rights. You get, you get first negotiation rights with that player unless they've already been negotiating the year prior. So, I mean, who knows? I don't see Getzlaff getting picked. Uh, my pick, I think uh, Seattle takes Kevin Shattenkirk. That's who I think they take. I think they take a defenseman from them. Um, and uh, Shattenkirk's really not getting paid, but he has the experience, and I think you want that on your team. Uh, next up, Arizona Coyotes. Arizona has such a large roster. It's crazy. Uh, they're protecting some key players. They're protecting Christian Dvorak, Connor Garland, Clayton Keller, Phil Kessel, Philly, Philly cheesesteak, uh, Oliver ekman Larson, Darcy Kemper, uh, Nick Schmaltz, just to name a few, uh, Chick Churin. I like who they're picking. I think those are solid picks. Uh, with Arizona, I mean, you could go with, they could select Derek Prasard. Uh, Andrew Ladd, they just picked him up also. Or you got uh, Goligowski. Jalmerson is one that I would not be shocked to see them pick. Nicholas Jalmerson is underrated in the NHL. He has been, even when he was with the Chicago Blackhawks, I thought he was a key piece to their defensive system. Uh, a lot of people, all you heard names were like Duncan Keith or Brent Seabrook. I think Jalmerson was a big piece of that puzzle also. Um, and he's, they even got Jason Demers on the team as well. I mean, there's some you can pick some decent people. I think. Uh, let's go with. I think they're gonna pick probably. Oh man, it's gonna be a lot harder than I thought. I mean, even Tyler Pitlick would be a great pick for them. Um, I think the yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Tyler Pitlick. I think that's who they take. Um, we'll see, but I think it's either gonna be between Tyler Pitlick or uh, Nicholas Jalmerson. That's who I think. Uh, next up, Boston Bruins. Uh, some key players they are protecting are Patrice Bergeron, Charlie Coyle, Jacob DeBrusque, uh, Trent Friedrich, Brad Marchant, David Pasternak, Craig Smith, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, Charlie McAvoy, and goaltender Dan Vladar. They are leaving Yaroslav Halak and Tuka Rask unprotected. That's pretty wild, actually. They're leaving Tuka Rask unprotected. That is something to keep in mind. They're also not protecting Taylor Hall, which who I think is a free agent. Um, David Krejci is available. Man. Honestly, I don't... Th- I think picking Yaroslav Halak isn't a bad choice for them. I really don't. In fact, I think they that's who they might pick. Cuz he's a good backup to have. I would I would think about it. That's something I would totally think about. Uh if not, let's go with I think it's going to be between either Yaroslav Halak, David Krejci, 
or even uh, Case for the Boston Bruins. That's who I think it's going to be. Uh, next up, we got the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, they are protecting, uh, of course, Jack Eichel, Olfersen. No, I'm not pronouncing that right. They're protecting Tage Thompson, which kind of surprises me a little bit. Ramos Dallin. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of to pick from here. Um, Cody Eakin uh, is available for the Boston Bruins. Jeff Skinner. I think if I'm if I'm the Bru- or excuse me uh, for the Buffalo Sabers, if I'm the Sabers, I think I'm leaning more towards Jeff Skinner because you never know. You never know what could happen with him. If me, if he turns it back on, he turns it back on. Uh, however, Will Borgen is another one that I could see getting picked. Even Jacob McCabe is another one. Even if you want a backup goalie, you got uh, Carter Hutton over there and Hauser as well. But I am going to shit. You got Cody Eakin. I'm going to pick Jeff Skinner. I think they draft Jeff Skinner from the Buffalo Sabers. Next up, Calgary Flames. The Flames are protecting Michael Backlund. Uh, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau, uh, Elias Lindholm, Sean Moynihan, Matthew Kachuk, Ramos Sanderson, uh, Tanev, and Jacob Markstrom. Let's see. They're leaving Giordano unprotected, which is pretty surprising, unless I think Giordano might actually be a free agent this year. Again, um, just seeing some things about like free agencies, like the blues leaving Jaden Schwartz unprotected, for example, they're leaving unprotected because Seattle might not take them. And you might have a little uh, handshake agreement with the blues to resign, but it's a little loophole that the blues don't have to waste a protected pick on somebody who's a free agent. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Mark Giordano, I'm just, if he's not a free agent, that shocks me. Let's see here. So Mark Giordano has one year left on his contract. He becomes a free agent after the next season. I think that's who Seattle takes. I think Seattle will definitely select uh, Mark Giordano. I think they're dumb not to take him. I mean, he is a number one blind defenseman in the NHL. I mean, I would take him in a heartbeat. And I would be shocked if they take anybody else other than Mark Giordano. Uh, moving on to the Carolina Hurricanes. They're protecting Sebastian Aho, uh, Jordan Stahl. Uh, Mr. Snitchnikoff! Uh, T.O. Teravainen, Vincent Trocek, Jacob Slavin, and their goalie, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because I'll just butcher the fuck out of it. Uh, they're leaving some... They have some decent goalies. They had James Reimer, Reimer and uh, Peter Morazic left unprotected. Uh, Dougie Hamilton also left unprotected as well. Uh, Neo Niederreiter is left unprotected. Brock McGinn. Jordan Martinuk is also left unprotected. I think they're definitely, if I'm Seattle, I think it's up in the air between uh, Peter Morazic, Neo Niederreiter, and uh, probably Dougie Hamilton, to be completely honest. If I'm them, I'd select uh, Nito Niederreiter. It's a guy that you fucking just hate playing against him, and he's young, too. Uh, the fact that he's kind of bounced around on team to team kind of surprises me a little bit. Uh, he's a solid player. He's a solid, underrated player. Um, one of the things I know, though, that is an issue, at least it was an issue when he played for Minnesota, was he takes a lot of dumb penalties, so maybe that's something to keep in mind. But I do think Seattle takes uh, Neo Niederreiter from the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, moving on, we go to your terrible Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> um, they are protecting Alistair Brinkett, uh, Patrick Kane, Dylan Strome, Jonathan Taze, uh, and Kevin Lykanen. They're goaltender. There's other players. Of course, I'm not reading off every player that the teams are protecting, just ones that I think deserve to kind of be shouted out on the podcast. Leaving Malcolm Supan unprotected, uh, they they just don't have, like, a good, 
like a good roster at all. Chicago has fallen off the wagon here. Um, I don't even see fucking. I don't even see Duncan Keith's name on here, which is weird. Am I missing something here? Did he leave Chicago already? What's going on? I know he wants out of Chicago, so we'll see what happens with that. If I had the pick, though, this is, this one's kind of hard because I think whoever you're picking here, was he not on the Blackhawks anymore? That When did I miss that? Okay, so apparently seven days ago, the Edmonton Oilers acquired Duncan Keith in a trade. You heard nothing about that. Holy shit. Duncan Keith is on the Edmonton Oilers? What the fuck are the Oilers doing? And the Oilers are retaining, or the Oilers are, like, taking his entire contract, too? He's not a free agent, I don't think, until, like, three years from now. That is a terrible trade for Edmonton, in my opinion. I cannot believe that they just traded. I can't believe that they traded Duncan Keith or or, uh, they traded for Duncan Keith. Wow. Okay. He's guaranteed 5.5 million this year and the next year. That is a terrible trade for Edmonton. And yet you want, and then people wonder why that Edmonton, why don't they ever, uh, why are they not doing good with Connor McDavid on their team? Uh, well, because they make stupid fucking trades like that and kill their team. That's dumb. Um, I mean, you don't really have a nice selection of players to pick from from Chicago. Um, I think I think you just have to kind of go with Malcolm Subban. If I'm if I'm um, if I'm Seattle, yeah, I definitely pick in Malcolm Subban because there's literally nobody else. I think worthwhile to pick from. I think Malcolm Subban's a great backup goalie, but other than that, yeah, that's all I would take from Chicago. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, they are protecting Burkowski, Tyler Tyson, Jost, Nazem Kadri, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Kale McCarr, Samuel Gerrard, Devin Tays, if it, Philip Grubauer to name a few. Uh, which that leaves Devin Dubnik unprotected. That is also another goalie that I think Seattle needs to be looking at. Um, he is just solid. He's solid between the pipes. Uh, he's a hard goaltender to figure out sometimes, especially when he's on his game. Uh, Gabriel Aniskog is a free agent. Uh, rumor going around that he very much so wants to come to the St. Louis blues, which please do. He's very good friends at Ryan O'Reilly. Um, so I don't see uh, Seattle taking Landeskog just because he's a free agent. With that being said, you still got Brand Saad, Carl Soderberg, uh, Eric Johnson, even Devin Dubnik. I mean, you got some good players to uh, pick from here at Colorado. And if I'm Seattle, I think it's between Saad, Soderberg, uh, Eric Johnson, and even Devin Dubnik. Uh, I would select, I think they're going to select Carl Soderberg personally. I think that's a pretty solid pick right there. He's just a solid hockey player. Next up, Columbus Blue Jackets. They are protecting Kim Atkinson, uh, Bjorkstrand, uh, Boone Jenner, Patrick Lane, uh, Gustav Nyquist. It's a fucking hard name to say. Seth Jones, they are protecting because they will trade him. They're going to get somebody decent return for him. Seth Jones is not going to be a member of the Columbus Blue Jackets anymore. I mean, if I were the Blue, I wish they wanted Tarasenko, honestly, because if Tarasenko wants to trade, I wish we could trade for Seth Jones personally. Uh, Zach Rosinski and Jonas Corposalo is who they're protecting. Leaving uh, Michael Delzado unprotected. Uh, not a whole lot to pick from. Uh, Ryan McKinnis. Max Domi, I, th- I mean, I think that's who you gotta go. I think Max Domi gets selected with, without a doubt there. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of other players that they would even choose from, but 
I think they were. I think they're going to pick Max Domi uh, unless he's a free agent. Again, I'm not checking everybody to see if they're a free agent or not. I could be uh, completely wrong. Uh, Adam Clendenning would be an also would also be a decent pick for them if they were wanted a defenseman. But uh, if it's up to me, Max Domi's who I would pick. Uh, next up, the Dallas Stars. They're protecting Jamie Benn, Rube Hentz, Joe Pavelski, uh, Alexander Radulov, Tyler Sagan, Miro Hishkinen, uh, John Klinberg, Issa Lindell, the diver Issa Lindell, and Hugh Dobin. Leaving Ben Bishop unprotected, this is one another one that if Ben Bishop's healthy, he's the best goalie in the NHL. One of the best goalies in the NHL. Not the best, but one of the best goalies in the NHL. The only thing is he is getting up there in age, and he keeps getting hurt too. So I don't know if that's somebody you would take. I personally, I wouldn't take him. Um, Vantanen would be a good one to pick. Um, ben Gleason, also another decent player that they could choose from. Blake Como. Uh, Andrew Cogliano. Uh, I think that I think the Seattle Krakens. I think they take Blake Como. I think that's exact. I think that's who they're going to pick. Solid forward for them. Definitely take Blake Como. Now the question is, with these players so far, with who I'm looking at, it's available. I know we're only on the D's right now. We're going alphabetical order. We're about to go into Detroit. Will the Seattle Kraken be as good as? the Vegas Golden Knights were when the expansion draft happened back then. That's the question. I think the Vegas Golden Knights got lucky or have been lucky personally that that team found chemistry so quickly. So I think that's the hardest part about forming an expansion team is how long does it take for that chemistry to be there? And the Golden Knights were just there to begin with. I think they got extremely lucky this time around. I would not be shocked to see the chemistry take a while. And depending I mean, there's, there's are, there are some good players out there. I will say that. However, I don't know if it's gonna if it's as good as the Vegas expansion draft was. That's all I'm saying there. Now on to the Detroit Red Wings. Tyler Bertuzzi's protected. Robbie Fabry's protected. Dylan Larkin's protected. Um, Jacob uh, Verana's protected. Nick Letty's prote- protected. Gustav Lindstrom's protected, and Thomas Grease are protected. Which leaves Jonathan Briere unprotected. Mark Stahl unprotected. Um, Hayden Verbeek unprotected. Dominic Turgeon unprotected. Bobby Ryan unprotected. Luke Glendenning unprotected. Sam Gagne unprotected. Uh, Philpula unprotected. I mean, they have some decent names here, but are a lot of those players past their prime is the true question. Um Yeah, I mean Troy Stretcher or Troy Streacher is a solid defenseman for the Detroit Red Wings. Um I think it's between him, I think uh Streacher and Luke Glendenning, I think it's probably the two picks that you might see picked up from Detroit to go to Seattle. If I had to pick, I think I'm gonna go with Troy Streacher or Streacher, how do you pronounce that fucking name? I wanna say Stretcher, but there's no R in there. <laughs> I know I can't read it. It's going to be, going to be biz nasty. Uh, Edmonton Oilers protected Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Cassian, Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, um, Duncan Keith. I cannot believe he's on this, the Edmonton Oilers, Darnell nurse and Stuart Skinner goaltender for them leaving, uh, Mike Smith, unprotected Alex Daylock, unprotected Adam Larson, unprotected, Oscar Clefbaum, unprotected. Tyson Berry, unprotected. I cannot believe they're not protecting Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. Um, James Neal's left unprotected. Tyler Ennis, also unprotected. That one, and, uh, that one surprises me. Tyler Ennis being left unprotected. Again, I don't know if they're free agents or not. We'll see. But, I mean, if I'm picking here... I think I go with Tyson Berry. I think you select Tyson Berry in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Again, I'm not taking salary cap and all that into thought here. But I think Tyson Berry gets picked up from Seattle. I would love to have Tyson Berry in the Blues. That's all I'm saying. 
So I would pick Tyson Berry if I were Seattle. On to the Florida Panthers. Protected is Alexander Barkov, Sam Bennett, Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair, by far, in my opinion, one of the most underrated forwards in the NHL. You don't hear enough good things about him. Him and Connor Garland, you don't hear anything about those two hockey players, and I would love to have either one of them on the Blues. Also protected, Patrick Hornquist, Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, we got Aaron Eklund and goaltender Sergei Bobrovsky protected, leaving uh, Anton Strahlman unprotected, Brandon Montour unprotected, Radico Gudas unprotected. I mean, not a yeah. You can Noel Chardy, I think, from the play for Florida. I mean, I remember Achari just because of uh, Tyler Bozak's trip on him in the Stanley Cup Finals. That was a no call that led into a goal for us. So I like that. But um, yeah, I think they're going to go. I think Noel Chardy is who gets picked up here. That that's the one name that really sticks out for me from Florida for Seattle. Um, moving on to the Los Angeles Kings. P- being protected, Victor Arvidsson, Dustin Brown, uh, Anze Kopitar, Drew Doughty, and Calvin Peterson, or Patterson, how do you pronounce his name, for the LA Kings. Uh, leaving Jonathan Quick unprotected, Olimata unprotected, um, Brandon Lemieux unprotected, Martin Freak unprotected and Andres Anas uh, happy to see you. I think, depending again, depending on the goalie situation, I think you look at Jonathan Quick here. I think Jonathan Quick or Orly Mata is who you look at here from the Los Angeles Kings. And if I have to pick one or the other, I think I'm, I'm picking Jonathan Quick. Who knows what could happen? I know I picked a few goalies already, but. Jonathan Quick as your backup? Because there's, there's somebody else out there. And we'll get to him when we get to it. But there's somebody else out there that I think Seattle should totally call their bluff on and take him in a fucking heartbeat. Um, next up to the Minnesota Wild. We have protected. We have Kevin Fila, Marcus Fagliano, Ryan Hartman, Nico Strum, Matt Zuccarello, Matt Dumba, Jared Spurgeon, uh, Jonas Broden, and goalie Cam Talbot, all protected. Uh, leaving uh, goaltender Capo Kakinen unprotected. Uh, who else do we have unprotected? Ian Cole, unprotected. Victor Rask, also unprotected. Marcus Johansson. Nick Bonino, 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 Bonino! Unprotected. And Nick Bustad, unprotected. Oh, man, this one's a little tough. This one's a little tough. I think it could go either way, but I think Nick Bustad, I know I'm butchering his last name, but I think he gets picked. I think it's between him or Nick Bonino for sure, or even Marcus Johansson. I think it's between those three. If I had to pick, Bustad is who I think is definitely going to get picked up. All right, on to the Montreal Canadiens. I mean... You want to talk about a ballsy fucking move. This is a ballsy move. The Montreal Canadiens are protecting Josh Anderson, uh, Jake Evans, Brandon Gallagher, uh, Kakaniemi, uh, Tyler Toffoli, Ben Charat, Joel Edmondson, Jeff Petrie, and goaltender Jake Allen. Leaving Shea Weber, Gustav Olsson, um, Thomas Tatar, Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, Michael Froelich, Jonathan Druin, Philip Deneau, Paul Bryan, and goaltender Carey Price, all unprotected. If I'm Seattle, it's a no-brainer. You make room for Carey Price. You pick Carey Price. The fact that they're leaving him unprotected blows my fucking mind. And yeah, Vegas is leaving Marc-Andre Fleury unprotected too, but Marc-Andre Fleury is getting up there in age. I think Price is the way to go here. I think Price is the, the main guy 
out of this whole draft, I think Carey Price is the main guy you build that team around. You get that, you get him as your goalie. Shit. And you maybe have Jonathan Quick as your backup. Or you can even select Yaroslav Halak or even fucking Tuka Rask. Either way, there are some fucking phenomenal goalies out there right now that for Seattle. And in my opinion, Carey Price is the way to go. I'm I'm just dumbfounded. I'm completely dumbfounded by the fact that Carey Price is left unprotected. Because I'm going to be completely honest. I get what they're doing. Because if they did not protect Jake Allen, Jake Allen is for sure getting picked up. Like, I think in a heartbeat. I think Allen would be their starter. Um, but, yeah, Carey Price left unprotected. I think they do it. I think they should do it. I think they should call Montreal's bluff and just laugh in their face. That's what I think. On to the Nashville Predators. Uh, they are protecting Philip Forsberg. Um, Mateus Ekholm, Carrier, Roman Yossi, Saros. Not, I mean, what? Talk about a team that was kind of scary to look at, kind of scary to play against. This team has just turned into. I don't know. They just, they're not the same team they once were three years ago. And management, I think, has really screwed the pooch with them. Um, I mean, they le- they're leaving Matt Duchesne, Michael Granlin, Eric Halla, Ryan Johansson, uh, Sean Malone, Brad Richardson. They're leaving all of these players unprotected. And it kind of shocks me a little bit to see that uh, Ryan Johansson and Granlin aren't protected. That kind of those two surprise me the most. And I think uh, Michael Granlin is definitely going to get taken by Seattle, uh, without a doubt. And he even got Colton Sissons available as well. I think, yeah, I think Michael Granlin gets taken without a doubt. Next up, New Jersey Devils. Um, being protected are Nico uh, Hishner. I cannot pronounce his name for the fucking life of me. You know who I'm talking about. God damn it. Michael McLeod, uh, Miles Wood, Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves, another player. Um, hold on a second. So it took me a minute here to realize that it's the Ryan Graves that I couldn't fucking stand in the playoffs when the Blues played the Colorado Avalanche. Fuck that guy. I can't stand Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves is a flop artist, to say the least. And he's a dirty fucking player, too. Um, he's a little cheap shot, but when he gets touched, he falls over and acts like he's dead. He was the one that took a cheap shot against a Vegas Golden Knights player in the second round, also, and Reeves just tackled him. And people were like, oh, my God, Reeves is so dirty. Reeves didn't even do anything. He literally punched him once and just laid on him. Like, he didn't do shit. Like... Don't pussify the sport. Ryan Graves got what was coming to him. Uh, and they're also protecting uh, goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, leaving P.K. Supan, uh, Colby Sissons. Uh, let's see who else. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Uh, but, I mean, those are your two bigger names that are left unprotected for the New Jersey Devils. I think Seattle ticks P.K. Supan. I mean... If you get him in a new atmosphere, I think when he got traded to New Jersey, I don't think he was happy about it. I don't think he's really cared too much about hockey. I know it's a shitty thing to say. I used to be a really big fan of PK, um, but I just don't think his head's in the game anymore. I think he cares more about what goes on outside of hockey, and that is what it is. You know, when you lose love for something, I get it, but people need to realize that he's also a human being too, and he's also donated $10 million of his own money to a children's hospital in Montreal. He's still loved in Montreal. Like, I mean, he has a whole children's hospital, at least a wing of that children's hospital named after him. So you know he's a good fucking person. Um, it's hard for me to hate on somebody like that. But I think Seattle takes P.K. Supan. Who knows? If P.K. Supan gets a change of scenery with a little motivation from the fans and a little motivation from his teammates, if he can come back to the way he was, 
that's going to be a solid move for the Seattle Krakens. Next up, we have the New York Islanders. They're protecting Matthew Barzell, uh, Carl Clutterbuck, Anders Lee, Matt Martin. I'm surprised Matt Martin's getting protected over some of these players. Uh, Brock Nelson, Scott Mayfield, Ryan Pollock, uh, Simeon Varlamov, to name a few. Leaving Corey Schneider unprotected. What a talk about a guy that everybody thought was going to be the next big thing in the NHL and just com- was a complete flop. Um, Sebastian Aho is I cannot believe that he's not protected. I cannot believe Sebastian Aho is not protected. Uh, Richard Panic, Cal Palmieri, uh, Jordan Eberle, Casey Sezikis, uh Josh Bailey. I mean, you got a decent, decent. Uh, field to pick from here from the Islanders. Uh, the Islanders have a very fucking solid team. I mean, if I'm going with somebody, I think Richard Ponick or Sebastian Aho, I think are two players that could get picked. Yeah, probably Richard Ponick is who I'm going to pick from the New York Islanders to get picked up by the Seattle Kraken. I mean, that's arguably probably the best bunch of players from any team here. You have a pretty solid selection of players to choose from next up we have the new york rangers new york rangers uh protecting artemi panarin chris Kreider, ryan strome uh Zavinijad, uh jacob truba and goaltender alexander georgiev I'm leaving jack johnson unprotected uh tony d'angelo unprotected which he is a locker room nightmare, so I highly doubt he's going to get picked. Uh, Barkley Goudreau, that's a fucking hockey name right there. I, can we just stop this now and just say it, Barkley Goudreau is definitely going to be the one to get picked up by the fucking uh, New York Rangers? Because that's what I'm thinking. I would say it's either between Barkley Goudreau or even Brandon Crawley. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Barkley Goudreau is probably going to get picked up by Seattle. Ottawa Senators. They are protecting uh, Brady Kachuk, Austin Watson, Colin White, Thomas uh, Chabot, and Philip Gustafson, to name a few. Again, this is kind of like the Chicago situation. It's like, who do you really pick from? Not a whole lot here. I mean, really not a whole lot. Again, Dadnoff, I think, is one. Uh, Anisimov is another. That would look at Ryan Dezingle. I'm kind of surprised that they're not protecting... Um, where did he go? Anisimov... Uh, no, uh, Dadnoff, I'm actually pretty shocked that they're not protecting. He's a pretty solid player. Pretty underrated uh, but I think they choose Ryan Dezingle from the Ottawa Senators. Next up, Philadelphia Flyers. Some notable names they are protecting. Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Kevin Hayes, uh, Travis Konensky, Scott Laughlin, Oscar Lindbaum, Ryan Ellis, uh, Ian Provolov, and Kadahat. Is who some names that they are protecting, leaving Brian Elliott unprotected, Derek Pilat unprotected, Nate Prosser unprotected, uh, Jacob Voracek unprotected, but I think Jacob Voracek is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, James Van Riebensdyke unprotected, David Cass unprotected. Uh, there's some decent players here. Uh, and Shane Gosesfair is also unprotected. I mean, you have this pretty solid, some pretty solid picks here that you can choose from. If I were picking from Seattle, who would I pick? I think I'd go with Shane Gossespierre, personally. Gossespierre, where you pronounce his name. I think that's a solid defenseman. I'm actually pretty shocked that they're not protecting him. Yeah, I think Shane Gossespierre is definitely who you pick from the Philadelphia Flyers. Unless Jacob, I mean, but Jacob Voracek's got free agency. You don't want to waste that. And who knows? I mean, we'll get into something a little bit about a trade to Philadelphia, so we'll see. And I know Jacob Voracek's name is being tossed around, so we'll see what happens there. Um, 
Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins being protected at Pittsburgh is Jeff Carter, Sidney Crosby, Jake Getzel, uh, Kapanen, Genny Malkin, Brian Rust, Dumoulin, Chris Letang, and Tristan Jari. Leaving Mark Friedman, Cody Cece, Brand Zucker, Brand Tanev, uh, all leaving them unprotected. Uh, you know, if I had to pick somebody here, I think Jason Zucker or Brian Tanev is two players that I would look at picking up. Um, I think I would go with uh, Jason Zucker. I think the Seattle Kraken takes Jason Zucker is just a solid player, and it would be some good depth for the Seattle Kraken. Next up, San Jose. They are protecting Logan Couture, uh, Thomas Hurdle, Evander Kane, Kevin LeBlanc, uh, Timo Meyer, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, Mark Edward Vlasic, and goaltender Aiden Hill. Leaving Martin Jones unprotected, Jacob Middleton unprotected, uh, Christian Jaros unprotected, Patrick Marlowe unprotected, Curtis Gabriel unprotected, and Ryan Deneau unprotected. Unprotected. I think the Sharks pick up either Curtis Gabriel or, um, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with Curtis Gabriel. I think he'll add some, you know, muscle aggressiveness to that lineup. As of right now, uh, everybody I picked I don't think has been kind of a bruiser of a player, and I think that would be a solid pick for the Seattle Kraken from the San Jose Sharks. All right, uh, on to the Tampa Bay Lightning. We have Anthony Sorelli protected, Nikita Kucherov protected, Braden Point protected, Steven Stamkos protected, Eric Zernak protected, Victor Hedman protected, Ryan McDonough Mikhail Sergachev and Andre Vathleski all protected for the repeating Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. That leaves Andre's Borgman unprotected, Andre Palat unprotected, Pat Maroon unprotected, Tyler Johnson unprotected, uh, Ross Colton unprotected, Blake Coleman unprotected, uh, Yanni Gord unprotected and Alex Kalorn unprotected. Now there's some good fucking players here. Pat Maroon is one that I'm looking at, definitely looking at if I'm Seattle. Um, he's clutch. He's proven that it, he can be clutch when the time is right. Um, I mean, he's won three Stanley Cups in a row. Um, but I think Yanni Gord is just too good of a player to pass up. I'm going to pick Yanni Gord to go to the Seattle Kraken here. Uh, next up, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are protecting Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, John Tavares, TJ Brody, uh, Justin Hull, uh, Jake Muzzin, Ryan, Morgan Riley, and goaltender Jake Campbell protected, which leaves Michael Hutchinson uh, Friedrich, and Friedrich Anderson, two goaltenders unprotected. Uh, we also have... Zach Bogosian, unprotected. Joe Thornton, left unprotected. Jason Spetz, unprotected. Wayne Simmons, unprotected. Alex Galchenyuk, uh, left unprotected. Alexander Kerfoot, unprotected. I think, and Nick Fogliano, Nick Foligno, excuse me, unprotected. Um, It's a little tougher one. If I'm... Seattle, I think I'm going with, um, hmm. I mean, Travis Dermott is even left unprotected. I think Alex Galchenyuk is who I would look at and take. Or even, um, I think it's between Galchenyuk and um, Travis Dermott, Dermott for Toronto. Um, yeah, I think they'd go with Galchenyuk, but I, I would not be surprised if... Um, What's his name? Travis uh, Dermott gets selected. Vancouver Canucks. Being protected is Brock Bozer, Bo Horvat, JT Miller, Tyler Mott, Tanner uh, Pearson, Elias Pettersson, Tyler Myers, Nate Schmidt, 
and goaltender Thatcher Demko. Leaving Braden Holpe unprotected, Alexander Edler unprotected, uh, Jacob Varanen unprotected, Brandon Sutter unprotected. Uh, those are some bigger names here. Justin Bailey unprotected. Antoine Russell is also unprotected. Um, I think it's between uh, Jake Varanen, Antoine Russell, Alexander Edler, and even Braden Holpe. I think those are your ones that are up that are definitely could possibly get picked by the Seattle Kraken. Um, even Travis uh, Hammock, if I'm pronouncing that right, could be a decent pick. I think that they go with Alexander Edler. I think Edler would be a good pick for Seattle. He's a veteran, veteran defenseman, solid stay-at-home defenseman. I think they go with Alexander Edler. Uh, next up, the Washington Capitals. Uh, being protected by the Capitals are Nicholas Backstrom, Lars Eller, Genny Knetsoff, TJ Oshie, Anthony Manta, Tom Wilson, John Carlson, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, and Elias Samsonov. Leaving... Craig Anderson, Justin Schultz, uh, Michael Kepney, Zdeno Chara, Connor Sheary, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, Carl Haglin, all left unprotected. Now, they're not going to pick Ovechkin. Ovechkin has said several times now that it's either he resigns with... um, the Capitals, or he's going the, back to Russia for the rest of his career, and I just don't see how the Capitals just don't set, re-sign their captain Alexander Ovechkin. I think Connor Sheary is going to be the one that gets taken here from the Capitals, and it will definitely play for the Seattle Kraken next season. I'm actually kind of surprised that he's not being protected, but Connor Sheary is definitely one that I think is going to go to the Seattle Kraken. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets being protected is Kyle Connor, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Nikolai Ehlers, Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler, and Connor Hellebuck for the Winnipeg Jets being left unprotected. Jordy Ben, uh, Nate Thompson, Paul Stasny, Matthew Pelot. I can't pronounce it. Whatever. Marco Dano. And a few others. Um, if I'm, I mean, just looking at this, maybe Stasny is the one that I would pick from the Winnipeg Jets. Um, again, this is another team where it's not a whole lot to choose from. Let's see. Derek Forbot is another one that I'm looking at here. Paul Stasny would be great to have for the locker room, but it's the fact of, like, do you want to pay him? Because he's he's not a first or second line player anymore. In my opinion, I think he's third, fourth line best. Um, I think that they possibly go with Derek Forbort here. Derek Forbort. It's such a fucking hard name to say. Defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets. I think that's who they pick up here. All right, and finally... Your St. Louis Blues. All right, here we go. Being protected by the Blues are forward Ivan Barbashev, Jordan Kyrou, Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Braden Shen, Oscar Sundquist, Robert Thomas, Justin Falk, Tori Krug, Colton Pareko, and goaltender Jordan Bennington, which that leaves Villa Husso, Jake Waldman, Scandella, uh, Mikola, Vince Dunn, Bortuzzo, Nathan Walker, Schwartz, Sanford, Mackenzie McEachern, Mike Hoffman, Jacob De La Rose, Kyle Clifford, Tyler Bozek, and Sammy Blay all left unprotected, and Jaden Schwartz as well. Um, okay, so I think Tyler Bozek and Jaden Schwartz are safe. They're not going to get selected only because they are free agents. Um, some names I keep seeing, aside from the, the clear obvious one, is Vince Dunn. I would not be surprised to see Vince Dunn get taken by Seattle um, or even Kyle Clifford for that. I play 
Clifford Dunn, I would not be surprised to see either of them get picked up, either even Mikla. Uh, however, Vladimir Tarasenko being left unprotected, um, I would not be shocked to see him get selected by the Seattle Kraken. And honestly, if he gets selected, they could flip him right away to Philadelphia. Philadelphia apparently has strong interest in Vladimir Tarasenko. And I know that I think Philadelphia wanted the Blues to retain some cap space or some calorie, Jesus Christ, some salary. And I don't think the Blues wanted to do that. So with that being said, I think Seattle would retain some salary get Jacob Voracek and a draft pick for Vladdy Tarasenko. Um, I really don't want to see him leave the Blues. I might be in the minority here in St. Louis, but I don't want to see Tarasenko leave. I think Tarasenko is going to be lights out this year. I think he's pissed off, and I think he's going to prove a point that he still has it. Um, we needed to be patient and give him some time to come back from an injury, especially when he hadn't played in a year and a half. Um, but then again, he could – he might not be the same player he once was. I mean, we never know. We'll find out this coming season. But I do think the Seattle Kraken select Vladdy Tarasenko. I mean, I think it's a no-brainer there. And he's only it's a $6 million contract, six or seven. I mean, it's not like he took a pay cut because he wanted to win. For Blues fans to say, oh, well, you know, he's not a team leader. I think he is a team leader. I think. He did a great job in the locker room. I think he really cared about this city. I think he cared about the fans, and I think he cared about the teammates. And our organization, I think, botched his shoulder surgery. I think they rushed him back way too soon, and this isn't the first time this has happened. So I don't blame Tarasenko to be like, I want out. However, I think it's kind of bullshit the fans to kind of hate on him. I I think it's ridiculous. (coughs) I think it's absolutely ridiculous to rip on Vladdy Tarasenko. The guy wants out. He's not happy. If you weren't happy with your job, wouldn't you want to quit and find a new job? Because I would. That's all I'm saying about that. But yeah, I do think Vladdy Tarasenko gets selected by the Seattle Kraken. That does it. That does it. Wow. Basically the whole episode. <laughs> Might have been kind of boring. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens this Wednesday night. NHL expansion draft. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here. AEW Dynamite has just been bonkers lately. It has been some of the best wrestling I've ever seen last week. The pop for Ricky Starks winning the FTW championship. Darby Allen going through a tape or going through a coffin even. Um, it's just some big things happening at AEW. There's a rumor going around that somebody big was signed. Um I am praying that it's a certain somebody by the name of, or not by his name, but just he just says yes a lot. I'm hoping that it's him. We'll see. Um, Sit him with the one, two, three finish. Number one, shout out to John Cena. Welcome back, Cena. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait to see what happens. Number two, uh, shout out to the NWA Wrestling Alliance as they are coming to the Chase Park Plaza, returning to the Chase Park Plaza for the first time since 1984. Uh, Chase Wrestling at the Chase used to be a show on Channel 11 from the 50s all the way to 1950, or 1984. Uh, this is the first show, first time being back at the Chase Park Plaza Hotel since 1984. Uh, They're running four straight shows, four straight nights here. Got tickets to all four of them. Sitting front row for two of them. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. And then later that week after the fourth show, later that week is AEW in Chicago. And I, you know I'm excited for that, so I can't wait. A lot of wrestling coming up. And I get to meet Ethan Page this weekend at Glory Pro Wrestling in Soulard at South Broadway Athletic Club. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, and number three, um, I don't even know, shout out to the NHL expansion draft shout out to the blues. I like who they picked. I like who they protected. Uh, I just hope that we can get a deal done for Jaden Schwartz and maybe sign, uh, Gabriel Landeskog in the off season. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. You can follow us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at offended pod. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at trick 1042. Uh, make sure to go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including our self-offended, the Anything But Credible podcast, 
the Movie Merge podcast, Spacing Out podcast, the What's Your Bliss podcast, podcast, and the Going Off Topic podcast, all at anythingbutcredible.com. Make sure to go check it out and subscribe and follow to all of those podcasts I just named. Subscribe, follow, give all of us a five-star rating. Check out podcastmo.com for all your network needs. Follow our Spotify playlist that Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Um, that about does it here, unoffended. All right. We will see you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you.